Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Making Learning Special, where we discuss everything from parenting tips and strategies to early childhood development, all the way to the realities of parenthood. I'm your host, Madonna Lazo-Smith, and with me is my co-host and husband, Zach Smith. So today, we are going to be talking about boundaries. The holiday, 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 holiday just passed. And um, this is the topic Zach and I were recently talking about. You know, the reality is people are going to be taking care of our kids. People are going to want to play with them. And what boundaries do we have surrounding them doing so? Because we want to, um, basically, um, help our child to grow up and have these um, not set boundaries, but basically, um, give me some words here, Zach. What were we discussing? <laughs> just, just parameters. The the parameters. bottom line is this: everybody has their own parenting style. Yeah. Even, even, I mean, even though you're a couple, married, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, whatever it may be, everybody has their own individual parenting styles. And when you get married or you're with each other and you have a child, you still are gonna sometimes butt heads. Like Madonna has different beliefs than me for certain things, although for the most part, we agree for a lot of things. But the reality is I'm a guy. She's a girl. I'm more masculine. She's more feminine. So there's going to be a little bit of different approaches. But our job is to make sure that we find that happy medium between the two to raise our kid in the best way possible. Now, the thing is, not everybody's going to share the same beliefs as us. Not everybody's going to practice the same things as us. And we need to make sure that whatever it is that we want to do with our child, people respect that. So when Badana's talking about boundaries, we're talking about making sure that the in-laws, the grandparents, they're not giving them cookies and candy when you're like, whoa, 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 he's never had that. She's never had that. What are you doing here? Or keeping them up late. Like they're supposed to watch them while, uh, you know, you and your you and your significant other go out for a dinner or a meeting or whatever it may be. And you come back and you're like, hey, why is my kid jumping around? It's 1.30 in the morning. These are the type of boundaries that we're talking about. And these are kind of boundaries and foundations that you have to let other people know. And they could be difficult conversations because when you're talking to people about, about raising your child in the way that you want them raised, especially when it comes to grandparents, because they're the ones that raised us, it could be a difficult, difficult conversation. But the reality is it's extremely important. And it's what I was actually, important. yeah, it's very important. What I was actually just looking up was um, we did do a episode about co-parenting. So this is fairly similar, similar to that episode, but we are diving into, well, you know what, you're going to a friend's house, you know, and somebody offers your child candy, but you um, personally don't give your kid candy. Do you just allow them to give your child the candy and back away? Or do you step in and say something, for example, right? So um, that's what I was looking at, kind of when we did that episode of co-parenting, it was a very, um, very early on. Um, and I'll let you guys know once I find out where, um, where that episode is. <laughs> but basically, um, a, some somewhat a little bit different today. Um, since again, we mentioned the holidays past. So what, uh, what kind of things that were we talking about with these boundaries? What is one of the things that we want to make sure that we tell these people, even though it's just a one-time off kind of thing? And pretty much anything and everything that we are doing in regards to the boundaries that we're setting for ACE. So if it's important to us, then that, that needs to be relayed to the people that are taking care of our child. So before that was, hey, don't give our kids 
candy or our kids, our kid candy. Don't give him any kind of sodas. Don't let him eat this or eat that because we just haven't introduced it at that time yet, right? Because there's no reason why a one-year-old should be eating an entire chocolate bar. They're not going to remember that stuff and it's not going to serve them the same way that a piece of fruit would. So why the heck give it to them anyways, right? So things things of that nature, just things where we are, because we let Ace do his thing, right? I've said it many, many, many times before. We give him the freedom to do, pick and choose whatever he wants within the confines of what we're allowing him to do. We okay. want him to explore. We want him to test. We want him to push boundaries, but we don't want him to necessarily get outside of those bounds. And when other people allow your child to step out of those bounds, that undermines your parenting. And you lose a little bit of power and that's not good. So it can be difficult. It can be difficult. But the bottom line is this. You have to maintain your power. This is your child. So it's and if you <laughs> want to raise them the way that you want to raise them, because you're with them most of the time, then you are, um, by all means, practice that power, right? Communicate, have that discussion with the people who are taking care of your child. Yep. Mm -hmm. And this is this is the thing. This is the thing. If your parents felt like they did a good job at raising you, they should trust you to raise this child to the absolute very best of your ability based on what you've learned and were taught like as a child growing up. But when they become grandparents, they forget all that. <laughs> <laughs> they forget all that. All of a sudden, they're just like, ooh, I want to make this kid happy and not necessarily spoiled. That's not my, that might not be the intention, but that can be the outcome because intention and outcome are completely different. They might do things because like, oh, he's so happy. He's clapping. He's, he's you know, he's, he's jumping around for joy. He's, he's super. He, I love him. I love him. He loves me. Cool. But that might be undermining what it is that you're trying to teach your child. So you have to make sure that you maintain that power. And I'm not making this about a power trip. I'm just making this about you making sure that you are in control of your child at all times in terms of raising him or, or her the way you want. You cannot allow other people, external sources. Look, he's going to be, he's already going to get enough of that stuff. And we're going to cover that in a whole other episode. He's already yeah. going to get a whole lot of other bad things in the outside world. Once he leaves your household, right? Once he starts going to school or going to preschool, like Ace is doing. So what we need to do is do the best we can for the first few years to solidify and ingrain in his being the things that we want him to practice as he grows up. Yeah. And if you really are right now practicing, for example, a sleeping routine, or you are only giving your child certain foods, or um, what else? You are practicing and trying to be consistent with a behavior your child might be exhibiting, and you want grandparents or babysitter or aunt and uncle to make sure that they are not giving in to some of these behaviors that are happening, or you want them to um, respond to it how you would respond to it, by all means, communicate that with them right? Yes. You want to be consistent throughout all the environments, whether it is somebody that they seek often or somebody that they don't see um, that often. If you see something that is out of the norm of how you would respond, it's not, um, it's not a bad thing if you interrupt or you intrude. Don't feel like you are disrespecting the person by telling them, oh, okay, um, uh, this is how we usually handle things or, oh, this is what we've been doing with him. There's always a, um, a way to say what you need to say. So it's basically what Zach and I are um, saying. Yeah. And I think, so I think the number one, the number one way that you can have that power and, and kind of like let others know how you're raising your child is to be proactive about it. Talk about your parenting style and what it is that you're going to allow your kid to do and not to do 
before they even ask or before they even do it or before they ever even watch them. That's kind of what we did, right? That's what I did with my parents. I let them know like, hey, we're, we're doing this and that. Ace, he's not getting any candies or any sodas or anything like that until he at least does big boy things, right? Because that was our agreement, right? We talked about it. Hey, Ace, if you want big boy treats, let's do some big boy things. So once he started getting completely potty trained, we're like, all right, man, welcome. You're a toddler. You're, you're a full-fledged toddler with your, your potty trained star. Good for you. Now, I'm not saying he's perfect. But 99% of the time, it guts into the toilet, which is good. So that was my approach. That's what I did. I was proactive about it. And I talked about our parenting style. I talked about what we were going to allow and not allow through the years of his, of his of him growing up. And my parents caught on to that. So my parents would always ask beforehand if they felt like it might be something that would undermine us if they allowed it to happen first. They'd, they'd ask us. Oh, oh, can he have this? Does he have that? Is he aller allergic to this? It, you know, can we do this? What time does he go to sleep? It worked very, very, very well for us to talk about his bedtime and what we wanted him to have. We did the same thing with your parents as well, right? Because your parents are a little bit different. Your parents are more of the uh, stereotypical grandparents who want him to just be super happy and give them all the candy, right? And, and, and thankfully, they've respected our wishes, which is good. But why? Because we because were proactive about it. We did tell them. We put our foot down, but not in a, not in a disrespectful way, in a proactive way that let them know we're not about that. That's not what we're trying to do here because I would much rather be proactive and let them realize that, oh, shoot, okay, I shouldn't do that versus having to confront them later because there's nothing more uncomfortable and weird about confronting somebody who made a mistake, especially when it's your mom or dad. And that, well, I was going to say that actually too. There were instances where I was all like, oh, I don't know. Did they give them something that they weren't supposed to? Um, you know, that example. But yeah. instead of just talking to Zach about it, instead of like, oh, they probably gave him um, – bacon and he wasn't supposed to it no no six months old or whatever instead of just talking to Zach about it and then having it happen again sometimes you are going to have some of those tough um discussions those tough conversations with people that you love and that you care about who are taking care of your kid for example right which is it's better to have that conversation now versus later and have it have it um have it happen again and you know what things that are that you're working towards and things that are worth it sometimes aren't easy raising your child is definitely worth it the way that you want to raise a um a good human being but sometimes it's hard when you are trying to have these difficult discussions with the people that maybe raised you or that are helping you out so yes, yes. Yeah. And, and also what's important is not only telling them what you're going to do, but just like what I do with ACE, I explain why. So just like I said, I don't want my kid having a whole candy bar when he's one years old, because he's never going to remember that it's not going to serve him. It, you know, chocolate does have a little bit of caffeine in it. Obviously a one-year-old doesn't need to run around having caffeine. So just because ACE, we we're allowing him to have soda and all that stuff. Now he doesn't really drink soda to be honest with you, because most of them have caffeine and he's a kid. So we don't have that stuff. But if you want them to really respect your wishes, don't just tell them what, but tell them why mm -hmm. it, it's funny because it works with children very well. It also works with older people very well. It works with normal adults very well. It just makes a lot of sense to understand why you're making the choices that you're making. So let them know what your parenting style is. Let them know what the boundaries are. Let them know what the expectations are and explain why that is the case. And if your parents respect you or, or your grandparents or your cousins, your relative, your, your brothers and sisters, whoever's going to be watching your kid or, or doing any type of upbringing, I guess, for, for, of them, they're going to respect that. They're going to respect that. They're going to understand that. And if you guys have a respectable relationship or respectful relationship, they're, they're going to question you if they have questions. 
and then you're going to answer you're going to and they're going to understand or they're going to question it again but it's going to be a civil conversation it's not going to be confrontational it's just going to be like hey but why what's the point of this and they should respect your wishes right because the bottom line is they're your kid and if they want to raise their kid in that in a different way then let them but guess what they should do the same with you so that you don't accidentally overstep their boundaries and undermine their parenting styles and what it is that they want to do with their child. And you should ask them questions if you are going to take care of their child, right? Of course. Yep. That as well. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's how you have that's how you have mutual respect. So it's very, it's very, very simple. There's nothing really complicated about this. But I think too many people, like here's an example, actually, as a matter of fact, I won't say any names, but a grandparent of a friend of mine's daughter gave her ice cream when they said, do not give her ice cream. They gave, I I think it was chocolate ice cream to be exact. You know what he did? He picked up his daughter, didn't say a word to anybody. There was a few people there, including his mom. He just left and he just left. That's weird. You know what I mean? That's a little bit weird. Um, It's not like for some people, it might be extreme for other people. Like, yeah, yeah, do that. But but why, why would you want it to get to that point? Why would you want it to get to that point? Right? Like maybe if he really put the, like, I don't know what, the, if he really wanted, I don't want to say put the nail in the coffin. That's the wrong expression here. But if he really wanted to solidify, like, how strongly he felt about that, he should have said, hey, don't give her this because of that. And that would make, that would make more sense, right? It's like telling your kid, don't let, don't let Ace go, or if I told you, don't let Ace go aside because it's raining and cold and he's sick. Like, duh. Right. If you told me to don't let Ace out because it's cold, I'm like, dude, I'll put a jacket on him. But if you said don't let him outside because he's already sick and feeling like junk, then I'm like, okay, I understand. It just, it just really, it just really um just makes sense of the choices that you're making. So why would you want to let it get to that point? Because some people don't do that. Some people won't pick up their kid and leave. Some of them will be confrontational and argue with their parents, argue with their siblings, argue with whoever it is that, that's around when they don't need to. It's literally as simple as just letting the expectations be known and telling them why. Mm-hmm. And if you, again, like I said, if you have any kind of decent relationship, they should just be like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then and that, um, it's that simple. Going back to basically um, that co-parenting, right? So Zach ke- um, keeps going back to that respect part. And it goes with both uh, with parents too. When, for example, for o- older kids, right? You ask mom and they're like, oh, mom's not going to give it to me. So I'm going to ask dad. But you guys want to be consistent. And I've mentioned this earlier too, that um, if somebody's trying to undermine you, they're not being consistent with what you want um, to accomplish with your child as a parent. Right. And that can be a little bit tricky. There's family dynamics or, um, you know, relationship dynamics and things like that. But you're just keeping in mind that um, we want to stay consistent. And a lot of episodes that we talk about, that consistency is huge. I talk to parents in my sessions, for example, who I have my, the parents in my sessions, but uh the the kiddo is with grandparents most of the day. I say, you know, um, I'd be happy to chat with them. Please forward this information with them because chi- um, your kiddo is exhibiting um, X, Y, Z and we want to practice X, Y, Z. It would be great since they're with grandparents most of the time that they also practice this and they're also on the same page as you because that's where the growth happens. That's where the change happens. And the child notices, right? Like how come mom and dad, whenever I'm home with them, they're doing um, this with me. But when I'm at grandpa and grandma's house, it's different, right? Yeah. You know, 
the importance too of what we're talking about here is we know <laughs> we know helicopter parents right helicopter moms helicopter dads there's no way i'm letting this person watch my kid there's no way i'm letting that person watch my kid but why not i'm not saying that you need to dump your kid off and let other people raise your kid no not at all but what i'm saying is time with your significant other is extremely important and sometimes you need to get away from your kid so you can nurture the relationship that created that child because it's important because at the end of the day and this might sound controversial this might not sound good or, or to some people but your relationship with your significant other is more important than with your child's because the healthy like the healthy upbringing of your child is going to be very dependent upon the relationship you have with the person that you're supposed to love forever i agree so with with that being said you need to let your boundaries be known, not only because you want your kid to be raised in the way that he should be raised, he or she should be raised, but you don't want to be the micromanaging kind of parent. You don't want to be the helicopter parent. You don't want to be the parent that's just like attached to your kid's hip for the first five years of life. Mom, dad, get away from me. Get away from me. You don't want that. You want your kid to have the freedom to do what he wants around the people that you know you trust and that he trusts as well, because it allows you the time to nurture your relationship with your significant other so you can treat your child even better. Even better because nobody wants to be, look, dude, we love our kid. I love my kid, but I also love to get rid of him for a few hours every once in a while. Let's be completely honest here. Right. And I like feeling that I can trust the people that I leave my kid with because they know what's going on. They know the boundaries. If they ever have any questions, if it's, if it's, or if it's a questionable thing that they want to give him or make, let him do, they just ask. That's a comforting feeling. And it's good. And it's extremely important for you to have that type of freedom and that feeling because First of all, if you feel like you can't trust anybody to watch your kid, that's yeah, that's kind of weird. That is that is, it's a little bit weird. And I was going to say we shouldn't make it a norm where I feel like it's a societal norm where people are like, don't tell mom, don't tell dad. Yeah, or no, people no, no, have no, that, no. you know, not just with grandparents. I've I've came across, you know, people that I know, friends or cousins and things like that. And they're all like, okay, don't tell your dad, okay, or don't tell your mom. That is not a good practice that I recommend for people. Just um, yeah. just a, I, you know, it's a I guess it's a preference and it's um the norm right now it's a the yeah norm, let me right let me i'm a, let me let me inter, interject here real quick because i grew up kind of on some of that stuff right and i loved it because i was like hell yeah i got secrets like it was cool i liked it it was cool because when you're a kid you're like oh yeah this is legit but you're right you're right now that i'm an actual adult <laughs> a normally functioning adult for the most part i'm like dang it dude i wouldn't want my kid to be doing that behind my back because again it, it's undermining right it's it's yeah. it's doing things behind your back so what i <laughs> Again, this might not be something that everybody agrees with, but what I like to do is ask for forgiveness, not permission when it comes to certain things, but I let it be known. I don't say, don't tell your mom. I just do it. <laughs> I just do it. Like with Ace, I'll do something. Oh, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Hey man, at least I ain't hiding it from you, right? It's not like it's something detrimental to his development or something that's going to actually really hurt him. No, I'd never do anything like that to harm him or put him in danger, any of that, anything of that nature. But I will do some things that you might not necessarily want me to do but it's fine. He's a kid. Let him do some dumb things. <laughs> like and look, like I said, like not what? everybody's going to agree with this, right? But look, there are no secrets. There are no secrets. You know, every single thing that happens between me, you, Ace, and all that good stuff. But sometimes, you, like I said in the very beginning, right? You're not going to agree with everything, but I'm not going to hide anything either because yeah, I'm not going like to undermine you. And I use that word very cautiously with Ace, like, oh, this is a secret. I don't say that. I say, oh, we're not, um, this one, we just, 
that haven't told everybody yet, for example. Like, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is a surprise for daddy, okay? So don't yeah. tell him yet. So I haven't even yeah, used that's different. the word secret with him. I don't. And, that, and look, 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 don't go out there and start doing things and, and be like, oh, Zach told me if as long as I just tell you, it's OK, because there's no <laughs> secrets. Don't do that. OK, not everybody has the same relationship as me and Madonna. You might get punched in the face by your wife and I am not going to accept responsibility for that. So if you do take my advice. Uh, do it at your own, you know, discrepancy and, and or don't take his advice. Just kidding. Or don't take my advice. But like, but look, I'd rather ask for, I rather ask for forgiveness than permission. As long as I'm not doing anything, that's really going to be bad for ACE. I'm just going to let him do some dumb things every once in a while. He's a kid. I do dumb things. I'm 33. So I'm turning 34 in a month, less than a month. I still do dumb things. Let him live a little bit. Let him live a little bit. I'm of that. I'm of that mind. You know what I mean? You can't be a straight edge all the time. We want to raise our kids to the best of our ability to be the best, most productive, great human being on, on, you know, on earth, but you got to do some dumb things. (laughs) You know what I mean? And as long as you're not holding secret or keeping secrets behind your significant others back, you're not undermining them because that's more disrespectful than doing it and letting them know. But like I said, Hey, (laughs) it's up to you. It's up to your discretion. I'm not saying do it. I'm not at all, but yeah, and I'd rather be honest. And look, I've never done anything where you were just like, hey, why the heck did you do that? And you got like seriously mad at me, right? Never, never. I'm talking about yeah, very, I'll very be scared when you things. like, gra- um, what is it? You um, picked Ace up and you threw him up in the air super, super high. I'll have to show you guys. <laughs> you thought it was super high. Look, dude, eight feet isn't even that hot. No, I'm just kidding. No, it wasn't that high. I, I don't know how high it was. I wish I could just put I a could... little clip in there in this video so they could see how high you put Ace up. But I was I threw... right there. I threw and Ace I knew you were going to yeah. do that. So it wasn't and get... like, ask for forgiveness. Do it now. It wasn't for... a secret. I did it right in front of your face. And guess what I did? I just did it and I asked for forgiveness. Um, but, but I didn't do it behind your back. You'd be like, hey, look what I did. <laughs> or, or not tell you at all. Yeah, well, so. guys, um, we're getting, <laughs> we're we're getting, we're getting sidetracked here. at this point. But, but anyways, so um, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this episode up. It's a quick one, but, you know, we're talking about boundaries, boundaries with other people to raise good human beings and um, be a good parent to our child. So some of the tips that we had for you guys is one, be proactive, ask the questions that you need to ask or ask the questions have them yeah. uh, ask the questions, ask the questions, ask the questions yeah, actually, and say, say right. what you need to or, say. Yeah. Or, or provide the responses before they have questions. That's what I wanted to say. So be proactive, but also be respectful. You don't have to be, this is what I need you to do because I'm the parent, right? You can still be proactive and be respectful. Number two is have difficult conversations if you have to. If somebody um, is taking care of your child and it's something that you didn't agree with, talk to them so it doesn't happen again. Yes, it might be difficult, but at least they know we're always um, open to that communication, right? And then the third one is explain why this isn't only a great strategy for your child but also for people who are involved in your child's life give them a reason why you're telling them why they're not going to eat certain foods why you um, want them to sleep at a certain time etc etc right and then just to also wrap it up i found the episode that i was referring to about co-parenting it's all the way um, in episode 13 Let's chat about co-parenting. So I will put that in the reference and the show notes. And if you guys have any questions for us, you can find me at Making Learning Special on Instagram, on TikTok, and on my website, makinglearningspecial.com. And shout out to Zach because he's here with me for most of the time. Where can they find you? 
right here at Making Learning Special, the best co-host in the world <laughs> at Zach Smith Fit on Instagram. <laughs> if you want to be a super fit parent, I got you. If you want to be a super cool parent, I still got you. But if you want to be a great parent, listen to Madonna. <laughs> oh, thanks. All right, guys. We'll see well, you, you on our next episode. If you want to be the best episode. parent, listen to me. <laughs> we'll see you on our next episode.